for the second. India have won the Test match. India have won the series. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the 81 All Out podcast. This is your host Siddhartha Vaidyanathan and I'm joined today by the regular crew Mahesh, Ashoka and Kartikeya. Um I'll link all their Twitter handles. Uh Kartikeya writes a regular Substack, also writes uh, articles once in a while for ESPN Cricket Info. I'll put all that in the uh, when I link the podcast. Anyway, so we're here to discuss um you know talk about uh, england's victory uh, over india in the first test of the five test series england won by 28 runs and uh, quite a, a remarkable win uh, definitely one of the more remarkable wins uh, for a team in india over the last uh, decade and a half uh, we can even go back like earlier but um, yeah i mean to defeat this indian team in these kind of conditions after conceding a first innings lead of 190 uh, you know with a bowling attack that is um, really really inexperienced especially in these conditions uh, hats off a fantastic victory sets up the series really well i mean it, <laughs> it is even more remarkable because this is perhaps not even the most surprising test result of the day uh, which uh, where western uh, which was uh, the count goes maybe to west indies who won who beat australia at the gabba a little earlier but anyway we will uh, limit our discussion to this test in hyderabad um just have to say that it's it was just a fantastic test to watch all round and there was something in it for uh, everybody i mean we saw some superlative uh, uh, spells uh, both fast bowling and from spin we saw some fine innings and contrasting types of innings you know you had uh, oli pope play what ben stokes has termed uh, the best innings by a uh, england batsman in the subcontinent which is like really really the bar is really really high there but uh, yeah i mean uh, great call i mean great uh, the sort of innings there but you also had the contrasting innings where uh, there were batters who were trying to you know be attritional stay in there uh, be patient stick to the basics and try and get it right so fantastic pitch on which to play a game it went uh, four days could have gone five um so yeah i mean I, and i just want to add that it's also like just watching tests like these both the one at the gabba and the one in hyderabad just there is such a um, sort of a affirming value to these tests simply for the following these games anticipating it uh building up the sense of uh, what could happen uh you know the uncertainty but uncertainty in a good way like when you're watching cricket there is uncertainty in a good way where you expect things to happen where you you don't know how things will go so yeah it's it's sort of uh, there is a great joy in following uh cricket over 4 5 days and um, eventually seeing such fantastic finishes so yeah so we can get to the big picture here um yeah definitely as far as i remember england tore to india uh, this is one of the top top wins for them i mean of course they won in uh, chennai on the previous tour they have won a series in india in 2012 uh, you know they they they've done really well in india over the years i mean i i would say compared to other teams england have been very very competitive in india 
uh, you know, apart from a few, like I would say, maybe like a handful of tours, they've generally been very good. And in my memory, this is one of their fine wins. So, yeah, let me bring everyone else in. Um, Mahesh, um, maybe you can start off. I, yeah, as you said, it's a fantastic win for England. And uh, even before, like even before we reached the final day and the result and so on, I was quite impressed with the way they were pretty clear about the combination that they were playing. Like usually when, when teams come to India, uh, you know, they don't like take the drastic decision of just playing spinners and like leaving out their fast bowlers and so on. I mean, these days it's becoming a bit of a trend. But to kind of back that data, to go into the test with two left-arm spinners who are, uh, as KD has just written, who typically tend to do well in India, they attack the stumps a lot more, they bowl at the right pace. Even, you know, like Leach is a very good spinner. Uh, but but we don't know much about uh, Hartley, for instance, and then he got tanked, uh, tanked around quite a bit uh, when he started. And, you know, on commentary, they were saying, you know, Stokes is trying to reassure the bowler on his debut and so on. But I didn't see it as that. To be honest, it was still the better choice for him to go with. I mean, you can't bring Wood back in because Wood was not going to be particularly effective. Uh, Rehan, you know, given that he's a leg spinner on debut, you know, uh, who doesn't bowl as fast, who doesn't have as much control, uh, was, was a bit of a, a gamble anyway. Uh, so and that proved to be the case. You know, he, he didn't have much of a choice. They they knew the the combinations that they could go with given the resources that they had, and they stuck to it. You know, I was impressed with that even in the first innings. Although you know, you could argue that they didn't bowl particularly well and so on, uh, but they had a very clear idea of what they want to do. And even in terms of batting, for instance, they 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 have over the course of last you know little more than twenty tests, they have established that you know trying to score faster has also helped them score more, uh, and they've kind of stuck to the template, which is also. Uh, which has also impacted the way the the bowlers coped up with it. But I think the big the big factor is is the toss and also like the Indian bowlers have typically not been that effective on because that that offers slow turn slow turn. And even in this extraordinary era of home wins for India, that's always proven to be the case. So this is not. I mean, I okay. While I didn't, I wouldn't have expected Ollie Pope to score 190 odd. Uh, England scoring 420 in the third innings was not out of bounds for me. Like, you know, maybe Rowe would have scored or maybe somebody else would have scored. But on that kind of wicket, when the wicket was slowing down, uh, to score against Ashwin and Jadeja uh, wasn't the hardest. You know, like in the sense that if you had to score 420 against Ashwin and Jadeja, you wanted a wicket like that. And and that's exactly how the wicket played out. Uh, I was still surprised that uh, the amount of... Uh, turn and bounce and variation they got on the fourth day. I mean, given the way the wicket played on the third day, I I didn't expect it to do as much as it did. I mean, there were times when when the both the left arm spinners, in fact, Leach was like half fit, uh, were, were quite unplayable. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it is an extraordinary win for England, but but it's not something that would have been shocking. Like if if we had done a preview, which we didn't do, I would have predicted a, a win for England for sure. Perhaps one or two wins, uh, if if they play the right combinations, they certainly did. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know when we did this, uh, a couple of series back when we did the preview, KD brought this point up that, you know, this te- this Indian test team is also aging, right? The, the peak is kind of slowly going behind them. KD, you know, had this uh, warning that you better get used to, you know, losing and so on. I don't think it's going to be so dramatic. The the post-peak of this Indian team is going to be like this. It's, it's going to be a gradual dip from the peak but I don't think it's going to go to uh, a place where where there should be extraordinary concern I, I still think the team has enough quality coming through and uh, and they'll be able to continue winning but not at the same rate as they used to for the last 10, 10 years so perhaps that's also starting to play out but it's too early to say I mean we missed Shami we missed Kohli 
Um, you know, that's actually the strength of this team, right? Even though we miss Kohli and Shami, that doesn't even figure as one of the reasons why, uh, uh, you know, India lost this test. Because they still I have mean, so they were playing strength. at home. That is number one. I mean, you have to factor that in. Uh, I think if we were, if India were playing in England, for instance, without uh, Shami and Kohli, I think that would have been a little bit more of a... Uh, talking point, but when you play at home, I think the depth we almost take the depth for granted, right? With the Indian team, that is number one. Number two, you're right about the preview. Had we done a preview, we would have given an England a good chance of uh, winning a test and maybe even the first test. But I think the surprise comes from the 190 run lead that India had and the comeback that came after that, right? I mean, India have never lost a test at home after taking a 100-plus run lead. And Ashwin and Jadija have never conceded uh, uh, that many runs in the second inning. So all that adds to the sort of... The yeah, yeah but, but there are so many factors, right? It's also the way the wicket plays out. And, and you know, Ashwin and Jadija have also traditionally not been that good on, on slow-turning wickets. Now... Uh, what what typically happens on such wickets is that even the first innings is a little bit longer and it, it's a more flattish, you know, big scoring match. But in this case, the first innings was a uh, was not a big scoring innings and that allowed India to consolidate. Don't uh, say Ashwin and Jadeja are not traditionally good at slow turning wickets. Do no, no, I mean, not as good. Not even if you remember the Kanpur test. As good as what? Zero. Yeah, Kanpur test, yes. I'm saying they came so close to winning. I mean, that's an extraordinary achievement to actually take nine wickets on that on that wicket, you know, against New Zealand. And to, if, they, if they, let's say, finish the test with five or six wickets and draw, that would have been par for the course. So, so we should celebrate that. But I'm not, I don't know. I, I didn't see England scoring 420 as a surprise. Uh, what was a surprise for me is, you know, perhaps given the way the wicket was playing on the second and third day, I expected it to kind of hold up pretty well on the fourth day. And I thought India would chase down. I was I was surprised with the, with the sort of change in nature of the pitch so dramatically over the over the course of a night practically uh but that's also perhaps because you know england had the ideal resources to exploit those conditions and india also like as a team doesn't play the sweep and the river sweep all that much uh rohit sharma does in a couple of places i mean we also miss rishapant right who, who one is a left-hander and tends to back these uh spinners out of the attack so they lose their length and so on uh i mean <laughs> we're talking about shami and kohli we're completely dismissing uh the absence of pant who's been absent for a while uh, yeah, that was a surprise for me. Uh, but again, like even the, I mean, we'll get to that later, but even this sort of uh, narrative around sweep and reverse sweep, I have my suspicion, you know, like uh, it's not like Indian teams in the past have swept well or something. It's not like these kind of conditions have not been given to left arms, uh, visiting left arm spinners before and so on. And even in this, in the first innings, they didn't really play any differently. So sure, on a uh, when everything is falling together, you would probably want to play the sweep and reverse sweep better. But these are also risky shots, and 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 also these guys are much better players of spin, like in the traditional way. They can go on the front foot, go on the back foot. They can use the depth to crease. I mean, Shreyas Iyer can pounce on the back foot like so quickly. Uh, I love watching him bat. Rahul batted very well. So I, I have my suspicion about this theory about oh, Indian should have swept more and reverse swept more and learnt more from the way England approached and so on. I, I, I can't read too much into it to be honest. Okay, so to follow the meme that uh, seems to be doing the rounds, let nothing that uh, let whatever Mahesh said, let it not hide the fact that Rohit Sharma bottled a test at home against England after 190 runs. 
that is that that's i mean that as <laughs> no no you started this podcast all wrong you wanted to discuss in england's win over india i am here to discuss <laughs> india's defeat against england man i am not here to discuss england's win that there are many so many people who who talk like 30 paragraphs over spirit of cricket they'll discuss how great england are i don't have any bandwidth to discuss all that let's discuss india's defeat who is the culprit of course we know who the culprit is when are we firing rohit sharma that is the first question you have to ask that is how you have to start the podcast hasn't won a test in the last three tests at home let's but, get that clear yeah but see if you have to defend rohit sharma there is a good point right he lost the world cup final at the narendra modi stadium he lost this test at rajiv gandhi stadium so <laughs> at least he is fair like you can't be you can't accuse him of being a partisan captain he is neutral he is yeah. yeah he is consistently bad across the entire spectrum so that you have to give it to him no i guess the there is some credence to the claim that ashwin and jadeja are slightly aging man i mean there were of course uh, english batsmen in the second innings took a lot of risks but if you i mean uh, we guys were talking the entire time this test in in our chats and i remember saying at the beginning of day 3 when you know jadeja and uh, aksar came out to bat when india were like 420 for 7 something the turn was very slow so i was say i was thinking that dude uh, there is nothing much happening out of the pitch the pitch was not like looking extremely dangerous so england might have a chance to bat and bat long so we may have to do you know a 250 300 lead but at that point in time we were seven down so uh so that was something that i noticed second thing there is credence to the fact that these guys are aging and the third thing is even though they are aging they are they are amazing spinners amazing bowlers and i think largely uh even though this is a great inning from olipop it has to be mentioned that he had a lot of luck i mean you you can't do be you can't be reverse sweeping ashwin jadeja and aksar off the pitch and even reverse scooping them in fact you can't do those kind of shenanigans on most days and end up at 196 he ended up at 196 which is you know great for him and it's a great achievement that takes nothing away from it but he took a lot of risks and he was rewarded for it and at that po- same point in was time it i think similar to that uh, remember who was that guy i'm forgetting his name that sri lankan guy who took like some million chances and it came off in one goal yeah, dinesh, dinesh chandimal similar type of innings in fact he took even innings. more chances actually yeah that was yeah. even i mean that was a even more a dangerous pitch man i mean he took like crazy amount of chances this was at least this at least i'll give it to popit there was a measure of you know uh, control over what he did he didn't willingly try i mean he didn't do that alex carry thing from the last series just you know close your eyes and reverse sweep from ball one or sweep from ball one he didn't do that he he actually drove a lot of balls he placed it in the gaps and all that so i mean yeah this was a very good innings and also uh, along with olipop i think ben fox played really really well i i was very very impressed and he is a very good batsman i mean for a very long time when england were playing barstow and josh butler ahead of ben fox 
I was thinking somehow they should manage to squeeze in Ben Fox in the 11th. I think he is a fantastic player. I still think he is and his 34 was amazing. But what really surprised me was this Rehan Ahmed and Tom Hartley man. I didn't know. I thought they were bashers. I thought they would just, you know, swing their bats. They actually did pretty well considering. They actually played decently. Uh so uh, 230 I still thought 230 India could chase. I I didn't know I mean ball suddenly started turning a lot uh, and you know I mean I, they bowled well I mean both yeah. Root and Hartley were very good man I mean they hardly got a bowled a bad ball if you see Rahan Ahmed bowled a couple of bad balls and he got uh, hit for it I mean more than a couple actually yeah. but uh, these two guys where where were the long hops where were the full, full tosses I mean they were really good throughout the innings Yeah yeah hardly especially hardly second innings was uh, really quality bowling man it's like it's like watching it's a left hand equivalent of todd murphy when he came to india he was like he, he had like terrific control i didn't think it was he was that good from the first innings because i mean he bowled it a two shot he bowled lot of uh, full tosses in the first innings i thought uh, these guys are doomed but i think hardly is good man he's quality he can he can bowl lot of spells with good control maybe that was just uh, initial jitters of you know test match cricket or what not and he know. did mention he did mention that uh, he was bowling a bit quicker in the first innings and how you know uh, he he sort of uh, slowed it down a little bit in the second that's what he said i mean of course i, I haven't seen the speeds but uh, that's what he mentioned in the post match thing the other thing i want to mention before i get kartikeyan is that a lot of talk around after this test is obviously as usual going to be about baseball but i'm i'm glad you mentioned folks because i feel that england in this test came up with all gears of batting and they did it well i mean you know look at ben stokes in the first innings he started off like you know it at one sort of uh, the first gear he kept going at the first gear waiting for other people to score and then he shifted to the fourth gear only much later same way ben folks he was batting with oli pop it's not like ben folks was also you know going uh, blasting away at the other end no he was being like really he was batting really well he was showing a lot of patience so i feel that baseball actually short sells england's batting you batting sort of side they have a wide variety of skill they have a wide variety of batters i mean uh, besto root stokes all of them can bat in different different gears so to just simply say baseball they're all attacking is like really selling them short i think they were really good in the second innings across the gears so what of agree with some of the points but i mean come on mostly it's one innings man oh i mean ashwin jadeja and akshar uh they took 13 for 350 uh against all england batters not named ali pope pope took 1 for 163 against them so i mean the 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 spinner the indian spinners were better than the english spinners this is this one guy had played the innings of his life man he survived 75 ball shots in the second innings that's happened like once a batter has survived more than 75 ball shots in the last 12 years in the database there are 82300s and there's 100 of those or in out of those there's one century which has more than 75 ball shots in india or everywhere everywhere oh wow mm. yeah so this is a this is an outlier among outliers then i mean elgar elgar scored like 57 ball shots last yeah, time yeah this yeah. is the third 
innings India have caught in the last six test matches they've played, in which they've uh, the batter has survived uh, at least 50 ball shots. And there are only about 30 of those innings in the last 12 years. What could be what could be the reason for this uh, you know this kind of misfortune? Maybe the captain is what I'm guessing. Yeah, that's <laughs> one. That's a good theory. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, well, I mean, who else can you blame? I mean, uh, that he's, he's responsible one way or the other. Whether no, not he, not just him. There is a two word, uh, two word phrase there to bring in Mumbai lobby. Okay, let's not forget the Mumbai lobby. No, no, yeah. no, it's not just no. Mumbai lobby. It's, it's, it's not a Mumbai they, lobby nowadays. Nowadays, it's different, man. It's Mumbai Indians lobby. Anyway, but uh, in all seriousness, what could be the reason apart from uh, I, this? <laughs> I don't know. I I have a few theories, but I don't know that I'm convinced entirely about any of them. Uh, I think the the let's use the sweep. As a as an example, you know of of why they are sweeping and and what the what the point of the sweep is. I mean, at the, at the outset, I think it's worth saying that you know any any of these explanations which sort of imply or suggest that either the bowler or the batter in this situation is stupid or doing something dumb should be dismissed out of hand. These are test players; they're not doing something stupid. Okay, they they they're measuring trade offs and they're taking chances, and none of them you know, land up in the middle of a test match and decide to play a reverse sweep. All of the ones who play a reverse sweep in the middle of a test match have practiced it and cultivated it uh, before play, trying it out in a match. Okay. I mean, so let's not, let's just, let's just set all that nonsense aside. I mean, what, what it does is, you know, the, the spinners love to bowl as short as possible so that the batter is forced to come forward. You know, the spinner's length is the shortest possible length which forces the batsman to come forward. That's that's what, where the spinner wants to bowl. Now, that if you sweep that length, then you do two things. One is you might score some runs because the sweep is an attacking shot and, you know, it, it, you, you rarely play a sweep and if you middle it, you rarely score like just one or you rarely score, you know, a dot ball. Now, the, what it does is that, you know, and, and Ashwin is the perfect example of this. You know, Ashwin, oh, is, his length is immaculate. Even in this match, his length was immaculate. Unlike Hartley, especially, and, and Rehan Ahmed. Both of them, you know, they, they over-pitched quite often. They under-pitched quite often. Uh, you know, and in the fourth innings, the ball is really turning a lot. A lot more than it did in the first three innings. So, you know, the, the pitch did wear on the fourth day. That that let's set that aside. You know what happens when the bat when the when the batter is sweeping, you no, know, like, and, and reverse sweeping, is that Ashwin is forced to bowl fuller, you know. So he's he's forced to over pitch in the traditional sense because he wants to avoid being swept, you know. And so what that does is it forces the bowler to. Uh, you know, no, not bowl as he wants to. It forces the bowler to try something different. You know, and that's that's the point of you know trying to play a sweep shot. It, it's to sort of mess with the bowler's length. You know, so there are sort of two sort of schools of thought. No, one one is one is the wait for the bad ball school of thought in in Test match batting, and the other is uh, 
is baseball you know for for the moment let's say that those are the two types of and then you know in the first method there are batters who have a much bigger range of shot than other batters so for example you know tendulkar has a much wider range of shots than pujara uh, and and has attacking shots to a, a a larger range of line and length than pujara does so you know tendulkar is going to score quicker assuming both are taking the same amount of risk uh right so well, what's happened in baseball i think is and i think in in part it's not just england no i mean look at all the players who are coming through you know look at travis head for instance the guy scores fast look at rohit sharma he scores fast yashasvi jaiswal scored fast uh you know look at every of course every england player who's coming through look at devon conway also a free scoring batsman you know like you 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 will not see like a you know apart from usman khwaja who's a little bit of a throwback uh, you know you you will not see like a new batter in the in the in the using the method of say mark richardson you know the new zealand opener or cheteshwar pujara you know you will not see that kind of player coming through right now and i think that's because bowling attacks are such and this world test championship is you know incentivizing result pitches everywhere uh and so teams are realizing that you know they can't just have batters who are going to wait for the bad ball you know they need batters who are going to take chances who are going to be prepared to take chances who are going to cultivate attacking shots you know where you know you know if if a if a if a batter who has not practiced the the reverse sweep or the sweep plays the sweep then you know they are very likely to get out so very very high risk even for ali pope it's a high risk but it's probably not as much of a high risk shot as it is for like a batter who doesn't normally sweep so that's something he's cultivated that's something all of them have cultivated actually stoke stokes pope even this their tailenders have cultivated the sweep shot i mean this is if you, if you want to know what baseball is what they actually do in practice i think what they are do is they cultivate they practice attacking shots endlessly teams are choosing these types of players attacking players run scoring players you know you, you saw even even like in the when india toured south africa uh you know markram and south africa stopped also you know played the shots every team is playing their shots no 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 hold on kedi no. that that theory is valid in south africa because of the nature of the surface yeah england do it as a matter of principle irrespective of the surface they 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 i am not saying that they hit every ball for six or a four but they take far more risks than any 11 in the yeah, last but, yeah go on even if you say that they have practiced and all that how sound is that fundamentally to test cricket where wickets are the premium which is what makes bowlers the most i mean valuable commodity well, in test when- right when england's bowling is better than the opposition's bowling it works i mean they when it isn't it doesn't really help them much i mean it they they're scoring a few more runs uh, significantly more quickly than they used to but that by itself doesn't win you a test match no what wins you a test match is being able to take 20 wickets and there i think what works in england's favor is that there are very few you know roads nowadays 
so every pitch is a is a is a result pitch and england have some damn good bowling man i mean especially their fast bowling is is really good i mean now broad is retired but until he was there i mean they had like three or four really class bowlers to pick from even here now they have anderson and and robinson uh, who they can pick you know so and as far as the spinners are concerned it's a, it's a interesting thing i mean i think this is worth discussing this hartley thing because hartley's control is not that great i think even Mur- todd murphy's control was better than hartley but hartley has two things going for him one is that he's he's very tall and the second is that he turns the ball hard and if there's one thing england have done with when they pick their spinners it is that they have always preferred spinners who try to spin the ball hard even if they don't have the control you know because they're picking spinners as attacking propositions so that's why this whole thing no about the whole psychobabble nonsense about you know oh ben stokes is trying to you know encourage his bowler he's trying to do this trying to do that that's not the point no i mean ben stokes knows that his bowler is going to get attacked and he, he knows that his bowler is going to overpitch and he knows that his bowler is going to underpitch but the bowlers that to take wickets now the bowlers there to bowl wicket taking deliveries you know so he'll put a fielder on the boundary and let let uh, uh, let hartley bowl this is different use of the spinner from what it would be in england in england the spinners there to keep the runs down and give the fast bowlers a break from time to time you know that's why a lot of english finger spinners especially after swan who got their debuts in england like kerrigan i think is one one spinner uh they got hammered for you know two or three overs and the captain took them off you know and i mean the captain had to take them off i mean it, this is not something unique to ben stokes i mean last tour jack leach came to india and i think his first nine overs in the series went for 80 or something like that yeah rishabh pant went after him yeah. yeah but he didn't take him off no he he kept he kept him on because he has no choice no i mean that that's why he's not there to keep the runs down no he's there to get wickets get people out and so it's a different role i mean and and they know it no this is they i mean it's not like it's not like you know tom hartley bowl, starts bowling in a test match and suddenly uh, ben stokes and all see oh man this guy is over pitching uh, very often and under pitching very often they know he does that but that's okay they're willing to live with that and fine no i mean Uh, you know it's it's a it's a perfectly it's a perfectly good idea you know also 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 it would really help if you are a captain of a team trying to win a test match uh, to avoid discouraging players like really get in their face and shout obscenities at them yeah who's going to do that <laughs> who does yeah. that by the way <laughs> where has anybody done that the the batters there to score runs and the bowlers there to get the batter out right so the sweep is a is is a calculated risk you know like everything else it's a calculated risk you know it's not it's not, what I, what i found striking was that uh, you know stokes and bestow and 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 root were not playing that way you know i i thought that they would be like the the what is it you know the holy trinity of baseball you know they would be the ones who would sort of come in and 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 you know try to you know hit the bowler off his length like immediately and they didn't try to do it in both innings you know whereas you know ducket i think because he's playing against the new ball 
you know, in those first 10-12 overs, when the ball isn't really gripping yet, uh, you know, they, they, they have a better chance of doing it. You know, so... Uh, no, let, let me just put it this way. Let me put it this way. In the second innings, yeah. when Ashwin got Ben Stokes out, right? Yeah. There was a period in which Ben Stokes was not scoring. I mean, he was like, he was just defending almost every ball. Yeah. And the ball that got him out was yeah. actually pretty much a half volley length ball. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a great ball because Ben Stokes basically went to defend it. It spun past the edge and it got off stump. Yeah. But if Ben Stokes was coming down, I mean, to the pitch of it, he would have probably, he could have probably hammered it for six. What? So, and you can say, you can say then Bairstow could have hammered Akshar for six, no, in the first innings. It's not a beauty at all. No, no, that that ball that ball was not a half volley. But but even if he got even if he got to the pitch of it, it's not. That's a different ball that I'm talking about. The Stokes ball, had he played forward, was a ball that he would have got runs with, right? He was so what I'm forward, saying is, man. It was forward press defense. No, what? Yeah, yeah but not forward, not forward like the way you would get to the like you know actually get forward to the pitch is what I mean. So so. The, that makes a difference, no? Like if a batter is in that defensive shell, a bowler bowls differently compared to when he's like sweeping and reverse sweeping. No, no, uh, but that is always the attempt. No, the idea of playing a shot is there. The idea of playing... So, okay, this sweep is an interesting story. It's not a... You know, England has been sweeping for a long time. This came under like Nazar Ozan and Duncan Fletcher, right? They said, we don't have the technique to bat the way that uh, the subcontinent players do. So, we're going to rely on sweep to score a lot of runs. But even before, Graham Gooch used to sweep a lot. So, this is a very English obsession around sweeps. And it's been going on for a long time. And now, they also play the reverse sweeps and the switch hits far better. And uh, who did, I think it was Katie who mentioned, right? But if you look at Root, he doesn't play like that, right? The reason why... Uh, uh, what's his name? The opener... Duckett. Duckett. Yeah, the reason why Duckett plays it is very obvious. He's not going to survive playing conventionally, you know, against Ashwin for long. I mean, he's got a limited time. And they're like in the first innings. Yeah. yeah. Like in the first innings, he got LBW. Yeah. Yeah, you got a few overs against Ashwin. You're better off taking chances against him, right? See, the, the whole argument about England's approach versus India's approach is that even in England, only those players who will otherwise not play a long innings are the ones who are taking these chances. Even Ollie Pope, you, you know, like Ashwin used to have his number, right? He got him over no, the... No, 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 no. Root has been taking plenty of chances in the last, like, year or two. I mean, in this whole... Uh, no, no, chances is I mean, okay, he's playing more aggressively, taking more chances, playing the reverse scoops, all that is fine. But Root is an ex excellent player of spin. He can play the sweep because he wants to, but he doesn't have to... He's got other shots. He can, you know, go forward, go back... Cut, pull, drive, flick. Uh, but the other players have a limited range of sh shots, you know. And they have to maximize uh, their time in the crease because they know that that's limited. So, they're trying to score as much as is possible. And we are taking a test in which a lot of things worked out well for them, right? That's yeah, but the come on. The sweep is not like some, like some, some, you know, you know poor cousin, you know, of, of, of the better cricket shots. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Please don't get me wrong. Uh, like, a, uh, let's say, you know, Rohit Sharma playing sweep versus Kohli playing sweep is not the same because Kohli doesn't sweep as much as Rohit Sharma does. Pujara doesn't sweep at all, right? For, for Rohit Sharma, it's a good shot because he plays it. For Pujara to invent that shot out of nowhere because in this match, yeah, I saw four other batsmen playing sweep, so I must play sweep. Then it becomes a poor cousin of a good stroke for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... England have cultivated the sweep. That's what basketball is, no? The cultivation of scoring shots. 
No, but you know, we cultivated it like from for a long time. I mean, even until yeah, but over here they sort of they they I mean they are very good at it. I mean, the this is not. I mean, the the what I mean they spent two weeks in Abu Dhabi. You know, they probably each of them has probably hit a thousand sweep shots in that time. And, you know, I no, mean, the, no, no, having okay. Let's let's put it this way: Duckett playing a sweep. is not just because he's exceptional at sweep it's also because he senses i mean he also gave an interview right uh, i'm sure ashwin is going to come after me but i'm not going to die wandering like, there is a very clear uh, risk reward here where he says that i know sweep is risky and i'm going to play disproportionately higher number of sweeps to balls that i should not be but i back myself to score more runs this way than otherwise so in his it's see the the uh, it's not i wouldn't call it an advantage but one of the things of being a, a visiting team in india is that you have a limited range of possibilities in which you can win right and then you also know your limitations then you kind of focus on how to optimize what you have right which is which makes life a little easier because you only have to focus on a few things okay duckett i'll yeah, see but which team these days doesn't do that man every team does that you know i mean like you know it's not like a it, look it's not a i mean this is not it's not news that you know players have to cultivate more scoring shots if they want to learn uh, if they want to score more runs you know because you know and the bowlers are also you know learning that the players are cultivating scoring shots so what i'm interested in seeing is what the what the bowlers do in response to this to this if a team is bowled out cheaply you no know, then that's a really obvious thing like people notice it you know that's happened like a team has been bowled out for less than 100 42 times since the start of 2012 in a test match okay and what is the n- number of fall shots uh, that's been that a batter survived at least uh, you know 42 times what is the 42 highest number of fall shots that a batter has survived Can you take a guess what the number will be? I don't know. Fifty. Forty. Fifty-three. Hmm. So basically, you know, Pope surviving seventy-five fall shots is sort of the is as much of an outlier as India being bowled out for thirty-six. You know that it's it's that kind of outlier. So okay, I have a question for you here, which I wanted to ask earlier as well. Uh, I know you will hate this because other people have asked this in in variety of ways, and I know your answer for this. But I, let me try one more time. But I, the, it's not the same point as others are making. Uh, if okay, are fall shots equal when you compare across different conditions? Like getting uh, inducing, uh, let's say, a plain miss in Headingley or a, an edge in Headingley, as compared to a wicket where there is a lot of variable bounce, and and the, like it's very difficult to time a ball on a wicket which is slow and low, right? so the lack of timing in itself is a fall shot in a way right isn't there a, the likelihood of more fall shot per wicket being the norm on a wicket like this well no because if that was the case a lot of batters would be close to 75 no because but no other english batter survived more than no, 75 is an exception but what will be the yeah. median let's say if you if you take if we can standardize a wicket like the hyderabad wicket yeah it's it within fair? So, if you look at country by venue, no, it's hmm. with, the the fall shots are within like five to eight percent of each other in all countries. You know the the survival rates per okay. uh, you okay. know fall shots per dismissal. It's not like I mean people people imagine this difference to be something like you know 
you know, one guy's surviving eight false shots per dismissal and some guy is surviving 60 false shots per dismissal or, or 25 false shots per dismissal by design. It's not like that. I mean, all the batters from 2012 to 2024, if you take all the batters, then all of them survive between 9 and 14 false shots. You know, I mean, Pujara survives a lot more false shots per dismissal than Kohli. But Pujara also scores fewer runs per, uh, per false shot than Kohli. You know, because he attacks less. You know, so there is a there is a, there is a, there is something in the record where you know there are things which you would expect which you see in the record. For example, a ball which is on the stumps. If you play a false shot to that ball, the your survival rate is much lower than if you play a false shot to a ball which is not on the stumps. But what happens because of this is that false shots are played more often to balls which are not on the stumps. You know. So, you know, then they are to play or to 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 balls which are on the stumps, you know, because batters are much more careful when the ball is ball is on the stumps. They tend to play much later. They tend to not go hard at the ball as much, you know. So, so, so you're saying like so my follow up question is my follow up question is when when Shami was unlucky in England, yeah, or Ishan Sharma used to be the unlucky bowler for a long time, you know. One of the arguments against that was, you know, they bowl well, they consistently beat the edge. But the reason why they're unlucky is perhaps they're not aggressive enough. They don't bowl full enough to get the wickets. You know, I'm not sure how much I buy into this. I'm just saying that I can I can at least see the logic in that, that you could be extremely uh, uh, effective in, in creating fall shots by bowling just a wee bit shorter. But if you bowl a little bit fuller, you perhaps go for more runs, but you'll also get more wickets, right? Similarly, if I were to, let's say, if I am Ashwin or I am Ajadija, I see this. What, how many, what, three out of the last six tests you said, right? How yeah. many outlier fall shots we've had, India has had? Elgar, Head and Pope. Elgar, Head and Hope, right? Um, uh, Pope. So, my, is there something to be drawn from this? Is there, like, if I am a bowling attack, let's say you're part of uh, the, the management or whatever, if somebody comes and asks you, is there something to be read into this or you just... Put your hands they, up and say they already do know. They already do know. I think uh, Aksar did it. Uh, Kohli did it. Go to some temple, pray, man. What will you do <laughs> if luck is not there? No, no. How that's my question. Man? Do you just simply label all of them as luck, or for instance, like KD said, if a, the the probability of a fall shot resulting in a dismissal is higher when you're bowling straighter, is there is there something to be dug into this? Could yeah, you argue India that? bowling straighter. No, India. I mean, Ashwin and Chadecha and Aksar did hit the stumps more often than uh, the English bowlers. You know, I mean, Jack Leach has a has an advantage in that he's short and he has a lower release. So, he can hit the stumps from uh, a, a, a slightly wider range of lengths than Ashwin or Jadeja and especially Akshar. But, you know, the in three Indian spinners make up for it by uh, being extremely accurate. You know, I mean, and this pitch did have a lot of bounce. I mean, it was not a, it was not a like a, you know, what, what they classically describe as a slow and low pitch. You know, it was a slow pitch, but it was not a slow and low pitch. And it was a new ball pitch. I mean, the, the first 40 overs of the match, even though, you know, you expect that the better batters are batting in the first 40 overs of the innings, you know, uh, each innings. I, I think the batting average for the first 40 overs is like 33. Whereas the batting average for overs 40 through 80 is like 50 or something like that. You know, it's it's 9 for 446. Yeah, so 50. So, 
when the ball got soft, batting did get easier. I mean, you saw, no, Ash, even Ashwin and Bharat had a stand today, even though the ball was turning so much more today than it was, uh, you know, uh, in the first three innings. You know, I mean, India turned the ball more in the first innings than England did in the second innings. You know, and, and See, my more fundamental question about these fall shots is: Okay, he had seventy-five fall shots in an innings of one ninety-six. Huh. But is there anything to suggest that as an innings progresses, a batter's gauge of risk and calibration of risk improves? And yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. I mean, okay, so a set batter is going to play fall shots less often than a new batter. But so if, point, you draw, if you plot a graph, then the, is there a clustering of fall shots? Okay, like wait, wait, wait. Before that, then if if this is true, a set batter plays less fall shots than, uh, say, a new batter, then we have our match Kamujrims. No, we have Shreyas Iyer, we have KL Rahul, we have Rohit Sharma, <laughs> we have Gil. Then all, he can, then can never get out after being after getting fifty, man. I mean, then that's that's he's a Mujrim. Whenever he gets out, he's a mushroom. No, no, I mean, now, how you get out? How you? It's get not even a fault. This is like the unforced error. You, uh, you just, you just whack one middle of the pitch ball straight to one, the, the only fielder in the deep, and you call that false shot, and you take away all the blame of that shot. Right? No, I mean that's you can call it a poor shot or a poor judgment. I mean, I'm guessing. I'm I mean, calling it. it uh, we should call these shots as fireable shots, fireable offense shots. So sackable, sackable, yeah, sack, sackable shots. Like four people have done this and taken a 600 plus score into the 430 region, bought England back into the game, right? But these, what what will be talked about is this false shots and what Ashwin should do better. Why should Ashwin do any better, man? He has scored, taken 495 wickets in 95 tests, man. How many Hello. people have done that? Nobody has done that. But this Rohit Sharma... run lead, dude. They gave you a 190 run lead. Okay. On top of that, you want them to continue batting. Now, what are you saying, man? No, no, but what what makes you think 190 is good enough? They could have actually made more, right? I mean, they, they, to be fair, I mean... They, this is what Steve were were... thought. This is what Steve thought in 2001. Arrogance of Steve He said, okay... Uh, these guys have only made what 200 or 165 they we will get them out and then they made 600 runs we should never let opposition into the game man you never know you guys lack intent that's the problem indians no no uh, see what that kohli had the tiger instinct the killer instinct killer instinct yeah, yeah, this killer, killer. he will come back the tiger will come back don't worry tiger zinda hai so i want to ask you no i'm trying to understand okay when you describe holy pop's first innings knock okay and when you describe his second innings knock, there is there. I'm wondering, like, is there a is there a manner in which he has calibrated the risk better in the second innings than in the first, or no. do we just say it is just a matter of uh, luck? Ball didn't run the, as fast. Yeah. No, it's a matter of luck. No, he he did get out to an early mistake in the second innings. Uh, I mean, the point is the record. I, and I've looked, I've actually first innings. First innings. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've 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 looked into this. It's that batters play false shots less often once they get set, quote-unquote. Right? So, so in the first 10-20 first balls, if they're playing a false shot every three or four balls, then in the in the 80th or 90th ball, they're probably doing it every seven or eight balls. You know, that that's that's so low. And then it sort of plateaus out. You know, it, it sort of, it stays at like eight, 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 something like that. 
you know until they get really set and then they get to play part timers when they are past 100 or something and then you know they they play even fewer fall shots but counting all that pope has played a fall shot every 3.7 balls in this innings uh you know but the point is that in the innings where a batter makes more than 50 the batter is not playing those first 10 or 20 balls better than the batter is in innings where the batter is getting out cheaply so the batter is not playing better when they get a bigger score than when they don't get a bigger score no, it's not, you mean he's not starting better yeah. when he gets a bigger score than when he's starting and falls for a low score yeah yeah Okay. So okay. I mean I, no, I that no, actually surprised me I did not expect to see simplify that Simplify this I didn't get it simplify this So yeah. so so suppose you have a batter uh, you have you take 10 uh, innings from the last 12 years for which we have records uh, in which uh, and and you you select like 10 random innings in which a batter scored out of the ones where a batter scored at least 50 Okay okay, okay. and in in those innings you look at how many fall shots the batter played of the first 20 balls Okay and then you take 10 random innings from the set from the last 12 years where the innings has lasted say you know 30 balls okay, okay? and the batters dismissed to like around the 30th ball okay and you look at the number of fall shots the batters played in the first 20 balls in those right so the frequency of fall shots is the same for the first 20 balls in both cases correct so everybody so, starts shakily yeah. but if you remain i mean not out for a certain number of balls yeah. in which you, case if you, you survive say, yeah. yeah but the point is what it says is that batters are not necessarily playing better on the days when they score more runs no no that is that was never my point my point is by following your example where you say that everybody starts shakily but over a course of time that fall shots reduce then that means then kl rahul uh, shreyas ayer <laughs> rohit yeah, sharma shubman a, gill look in the first not shubman gill what shubman gill in the first shubman gill flicked it man after 65 yeah. balls he just gave one in that what nonsense shot that was one fielder mid wicket and he hit that fielder man yeah laddu these guys are hitting yeah, I mean, laddu shots to those I mean. are unforced errors that's fair enough i mean yeah. we are not saying uh, they that they are not yeah. they are unforced errors we are, so, i am saying so, you you guys are not saying i am saying <laughs> these guys must not play a test ever again in their oh. life man yeah 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 i mean you want to throw them in the ocean he wants that accountability what? yeah 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 i i've been so, sorry kedi i, I have wait, to ask hold, you hold on hold on one second we are not i mean we are not acknowledging the fact that india lost a test in india against england with a bowling attack of some guy called hartley and some other guy called rehan ahmed who played one test between them and that test was not in india and the jack and, and leach was their main with the bowling attack that did not have one guy because of visa issues yeah, that also you have to add yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and one guy who are the main spinner who got injured and their main batter bowled 50 overs nearly and we guys lost it i mean there is no sense of outrage on this podcast these guys are talking about false shots what nonsense fire everybody man England have also won a test in India with Sean Noodle as their main spinner. Let's just uh, remind. No, no, don't go back to that. We're talking about Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli is India boss. Uh, Virat Kohli is India. Didn't lose anything, I think. Hey, Virat Kohli. In the last three home tests, Rohit Sharma has lost two tests and drawn one test. Should yeah, he still be the captain? You have to answer us. You have to tell that. Why you are asking us? Let's just put it this way: at a bureaucratic level, right? At at a simply at the level of 
say the team management and the decisions and how they convey things to the players i think baseball is also about the fact that when duckett does not worry that he will be dropped if he plays a switch hit Uh, at any point i mean there there is that aspect to it right i mean there yeah. maybe there was a opener by years ago who played the switch hit and who was worrying that he would be dropped for yeah. uh, doing that yeah but in the england system i think mccallum is a selector now the, the head coach is also a sele- one of the selectors yeah so i'm saying baseball is also probably uh, works at the bureaucratic level rather than you know no, no, uh, what it's it a, is made it's, out it's, to be it's definitely uh, an approach which they have you know decided to pursue you know i what i what surprises me is that they haven't really gone back to josh butler even after adopting baseball you know it's still always been best of folks yeah i mean no no but but i have a point to make here the okay this is good this is all fine right under baseball ducket has the liberty to go whatever but it can also be counterproductive right you could have a batsman like uh, i don't know uh, sibli or someone right who prefers to play in a particular style lees lees there was one guy no lees remember yeah. he was opening alex lees yeah. 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 yeah i'm saying like somebody who's very very defensive and it could also be counterproductive right if you add a weightage to the style of batting uh, it's going to be more fair to somebody than uh, others and also to give credit to that and this the deserve credit but to give to credit to that is kind of alluding to the fact in other teams it doesn't work but in india pant can play the way he wants sehwag always played the way he wanted they were never penalized for the way they played oh yeah yeah even jaiswal pretty much plays uh, you know is an attacking player yeah if, if if anything this is more democratic right pant can play the way he wants pujara could play the way he wanted i'm just saying that uh, i don't want to read too much into that because every team has a vision and like yeah but that's uh, So i think generally in test teams it's not really been the case that you know this whole business of oh you played a irresponsible shot you should now be dropped that is not that all start ended in the 80s when in, even india are not done it i mean england still even back in the day you know when duncan fletcher was all big on like two skilled players and nasser hussain was you know uh, doing i mean i mean they are not stupid they can see like a really gifted player i mean marcus marcus stescothick did everything wrong uh, you no, know I mean, as, so as an me, england are you trying to say the reason why we have not seen players like do what pope did in this test doing that sort of reverse uh, reverse scoop that he was playing for this thing is because they were not they were not practiced that shot yeah you, you mean to say that if somebody that, played that shot and got out it wouldn't have been an outrage no but that depends no i mean he's playing it after basically you know practicing it in the in the in the team's practice sessions supervised by his coaches no so he they can't really blame him for getting out if he does no yeah yeah game. so that's what i'm saying that is also part of baseball it is also part of the fact that oh, of course it is yeah so i mean i'm saying it's not just about you know it's not it's wrong to just call it players go out and attack i think it's like what you're saying the range of strokes and everybody being aware of the risks that are being taken so yeah that's fair I mean, to them look even even in the baseball era like if you take the the whole you know the since june 1st 2022 i mean zack crawley is still averaging 33 which is pretty much what he was averaging before you know so You know, and Joe Root no, is no. still averaging fifty, which he was averaging before. 
And so Ben Stokes is still averaging 37, which he was averaging before. You know, and Ollie Pope is still averaging 40, which he was averaging before. So it's not like the averages have improved. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, Harry Brook and Bairstow have been in really good form. Uh, so they they've had like a purple run, but you know, to be fair, Bairstow's purple run preceded baseball. I mean, he made a he made a comeback and made a century at Sydney in the 2021-22 Ashes. And then he made a century in the West Indies in a series that England lost. And he's always been a fast-scoring player. So, for him, it was a slight, slight jump. So, I mean, it's not like a... It's it's not... I mean, England are a good side. Yeah. I mean, England are good players. And they're going to keep winning. I mean, I think the... The the sort of the their pre baseball era, no, I think they got worn down because you know they went on the first they came to India on a really you know diff, what was a really difficult tour, and then within a few months they went to Australia on what was another very difficult tour, and they got blown away in both places. You know, it is not clear that in the baseball era that won't happen again. You know, all the other places they're playing well. I mean, West Indies they haven't been winning for years. You know, so, so they so they didn't. I don't know if they'll win now. Also, they might. You know, so it's not like the the there's a whole sort of narrative of you know revolution. And I think it's not really that. I mean, what they do have is, you know, they have a first of all. I think they have a guy who's their captain who really wants to do the job. You know, I mean that that I think is always the the key sort of essential, uh, you know, quality that a captain should have. The captain should want to do the job. And I think, you know, Ben Stokes definitely wants to do the job. And I think he wanted to do the job because he wanted to play a certain way, you know. And so, you know, and, and then in, in Rob, Robert Key, he found a guy who's uh, okay with it, who said, okay, let, let's let's try this out. You know, and in Brendan McCullum, he found a head coach who also said, okay, let's try this out. And it's all come together nicely for them, you know. But, you know, and it's also coincided with a period where they found Ollie Robinson and where they found, uh, you know, where, where, you know, Broad and Anderson have still been around for them and so on. And they went to a Pakistan where, you know, Pakistan didn't, Pakistan's bowlers were mostly injured. Uh, and even that was like a you know a, a deceptively close series, even though it was three nil. So I think the sort of the baseball has been a small change in the way England play, but it's not been as much of a you know it's it, 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 like this, people say oh this is a revolution, this is chalk and cheese and this and that. No, it's not. I don't think it is. I mean England did score no, like under four and over in the first innings and just barely over four and over here. And India also scored at roughly four and over in the first innings. So yeah, yeah. My biggest frustration about the whole way the English press describes baseball is they they don't make an effort to actually uh, sort of dis- understand and describe what is going on or yeah, or but sort of who even does, define. Who yeah, you look yeah, at? True. I've been listening to the. I I have not listened to a word of commentary, you know. But you get to listen to what commentators are saying and what you know commentators come on Twitter and say stuff, and other people come on Twitter and say stuff. And it's all about, you know, oh, this is, there's, there's this pressure and there's that pressure and this and that, there's scoreboard pressure and this and that. And, you know, it's all about, you know, it's as if 
there are 22 people there who have no bodies no physique no there's no physical activity going on you know it's all like you know mind reading and 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 mental activity going on on the pitch and that's like i think that's because mainly because the language to describe batting and bowling doesn't really exist you know i mean why is ashwin over pitching you have to think about that but before we wrap up No, I want to, I want to go back to the Olipop thing. So, sorry, uh, because Kedio is going on a, a long point about baseball. Uh, so, I mean, for Olipop to play that shot, I mean, you mentioned that. Okay, what about an Indian player playing like that? I mean, the guy has had no success in India. He's played nine innings before, including the first innings here. Eight innings before that, his IS score is thirty-four. His methods are not working. He had to do something, right? Whereas that's not the case with Indian players. Their methods are working. You know, they don't have to find something new. that's true like only pope in england for instance probably will not need to play this shot because he has enough shots in england for him to make 100 hey yeah. if the if their methods are working why did they hit everything out into the deep into the fielder's hands man tell me that <laughs> are you talking about first innings or second innings that is more first innings a, first innings uh, it I just shows their methods are working they're just not hitting it in the right spots that's all okay one one thing sibi before we leave uh, you have no, to no. We, we have to talk about bumrah man Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was coming to. I was coming to that. In fact, uh, that would have been uh, the spell I would have wanted to start this podcast with. Except these fellows went and uh, did some historic thing and won the Test match. So otherwise, in normal circumstances, if we, if uh, India were true to their uh, home Test uh, record and if they had actually won this Test, yeah, I mean that would have been the spell of the Test for me. I mean that was just un like. an extraordinary spell i mean we have seen bumrah for so many years we've seen him bowl across like australia west indies i mean these are all like you know once in a lifetime kind of spells right i mean we've spoken about the west indies series where he went and just blew blew that whole team away and that whole team which is actually not bad as we have seen subsequently uh, then he went you know he has spells in england south africa everywhere but then there was something about this particular spell i mean it's still to be fair it's his fifth test in india you know he's still a young bowler when it comes to bowling in india it, it, despite all the other ipl and everything else that he has bowled first class everything he's still in his fifth test in india and on that pitch with that ball the softening ball the soft ball to get to generate that reverse swing and to sort of get the late movement going to then come out with the kind of the shifts the little shifts that he was doing throughout that spell the slower balls that were coming through the late movement that was coming through the the way the batters had to adjust to where they were even standing to him it was just unbelievable i mean forget the wickets i mean the wickets are of course you'll see it like in highlights they keep showing that ducket dismissal and the root dismissal but just the way that spell progressed the ball after ball of that level of anticipation to seeing bumrah is just stunning i mean I, i would even go to the extent of saying that's like one of the happiest i felt watching bumrah bowl so yeah what do you, what do you guys think well it's a great bowler i mean i think for, from the start of the series i thought that india will need him in this series i mean actually india will need both him and shami in this series you know if they want to if they want to like really make sure they win the remaining four test matches he's a great great bowler man and the thing is he can do so many things with the ball and he has such good control also 
it's one thing to have a lot of control. It's another thing to have that control while doing so many things with the ball. That, yeah, even in the first innings, even on the first morning, actually, could have had like four wickets, man. I mean, he was cutting those batters in half on that first morning in that first spell. I mean, it just happened that he, he was didn't get the wicket. But yeah, I mean, first morning, new ball, then the old ball. I mean, he had a couple of subsequent spells as well. But yeah, he, he's such a versatile bowler to have. And then you saw, like I think I was mentioning in the chat, right? So you, when Bumrah was bowling that spell, Siraj also came on. And Siraj is a fabulous bowler. And especially in India, Siraj is a fantastic bowler. I mean, any team will love to have a bowler like Siraj. But you just saw the notch, three, two notches above which Bumrah was operating in that particular like phase. It was just sensational. I mean, there's no nobody like Bumrah, man. We have not had a bowler like Bumrah in our history, and I don't think we'll have someone like him for for a long time, a long, long time. And and we still do not know how good he is. It's like you know, we've seen him for so long, and he still keeps surprising us. And he still uh, and uh, I mentioned this, not even joking. I was fully serious on the chat when I said he's like half Akram, half Magra, right? I mean, that's exactly what Kiddy was saying that he's got so much control, and he still's got so much skills and so much variety, and he can try so much without leaking runs. I mean, it's it's okay to bowl like like you know Dale Stein or or uh, you know Vakar Yunes or or uh, even Mitchell Stark, for instance, right? The great bowlers to watch, but they also leak runs, you know. Like I mean, on bad days they go for a lot of runs, but Bumrah is able to not go for, like attack and attack with with a wide variety of choices and still not go for runs, and he barely misses a slow ball every time he blows uh, bowls a slow ball. It goes exactly where he wants it to. You know, there is that Bharatarun podcast that we, we interviewed Bharatarun. Uh, you know, I can post it where he said clearly. He said that you know one of the things to do is first for a fast bowler is to first warm up, but then the next thing that you do when you actually start practice is that you have that five six over spell where you simulate a match situation. So yeah. I can bet that Jasprit Bumrah has basically simulated this soft ball, flat pitch, reverse swing. Situation with that ball of that age and bold like that to uh, either an Indian batter or to a state batter multiple times before. I mean, more than multiple, like, like yeah, many many I mean, times before. Oh, but he gave yeah. an interview, no, recently to Ma, Ma Ali Martin. Ali Martin in the yeah. Guardian. He said, yeah, no, in that interview that you know I learned how to take wickets bowling for Gujarat in the Ranji Trophy. You know, yeah. That's, that's where he said. That's where I learned how to bowl. That's where I learned how the art of taking wickets. You know, but look, the there's a these guys are doing like net practice, like three hour net sessions and all, and and they show like like a two minute video on 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 YouTube or whatever. And yeah, that's, that's like all for click farming. Two yeah. hours and fifty eight minutes worth of practice, which they are not showing. No, the, so they must be doing something. No. They must be working yeah. on something. They must be preparing something, you know. Like these guys. I mean, and, and some of this is pretty intense, yeah. I mean, you just look at the number of times players, batters are getting get injured batting in the net. You know, like even in the lead up to this match, this guy Shreyas Iyer, he got hit on the forearm in the net. You know, and he had to stop. Like he couldn't continue his practice. So they're not just rolling the arm. It's they. It's not a. It 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 is as serious as a test match. No, it is as competitive as a test match when they're in practice. 
and i mean you heard these stories if you really go through the these books no i mean like like the but but they appear in these such weird contexts no for example i always think of the story you know kim hughes uh, in the early 80s uh, when he was australian captain and he was not like a favorite of like the 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 proper chapel and the proper cricket men of the old times you know lily and chapel and marsh and that generation uh and there's this whole story about you know lily used to bowl at hughes in the nets and lily used to really let rip at him you know just give him the short stuff you know basically you know try to bounce him or try to hit him basically try to basically knock his head off and yeah. hughes used to like hook and hook and hook and endlessly go for the shot and i mean it was basically a fight you know it was basically a a, a grudge match kind of in the net between them you know but this was all sort of played up not as a sort of a measure of how serious the practice was it was played up as a sort of a personality contest but it's not no i mean it's i mean i'm sure I mean, Ash- it Ashwin, perhaps was yeah. but that is you're saying that is incidental yeah yeah that's part of the game no i mean it's a, the they, they they have disagreements because they think differently about how to win no i mean they're competitors no if that logic is true then lily must have been bowling dollies to chapels and marsh right in the nets <laughs> no no he i'm sure <laughs> which which chapel lords are deny like, yeah no no i'm sure he tried to murder them also that's yeah, all yeah, this is true that should not be true right <laughs> i mean, I mean essentially what you're simulating real match situations right yeah, man, when ashwin happens to, in a match when ashwin bowls to pujara kohli in the nets he's trying to get them out man you you can be sure that they have a private ledger in which they keep records <laughs> you know Very, I mean, very I, deadly serious stuff. And Viv Richards has, uh, uh, you know, back then spoken about how, you know, playing against Barbados in yeah. the Shell Shield was uh, even more difficult than playing international cricket because you had Marshall and Garner uh-huh. and everybody else trying to kill you, man. So yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they they want to win, no? The fact that Bumrah can bowl that ball that he bowled to Ryan Ahmed. which is basically like you know an exceptionally like like that quick off spinner that he bowled to him in the first innings i mean it was like a slow ball but that just cut sharply and got the inside edge and got him out and the fact that he could bowl the ball to duckett or to pope i mean to, to root and to everybody else that he bowled to i mean the sheer range of deliveries he is not only does he have but he's also mastered enough to be able to pitch it at the right spot and to then make it like deviate the way he like either he expects or you know give it a chance to deviate the way he it does it's phenomenal man i mean this is like wasim akram used to perhaps do that uh you know the way you know way we i have seen back when in akram's uh, heyday but uh, you know it's very very rare to find a bowler to have this range and this uh, control over what he's actually getting through it's a ridiculous range no see you take any great fast bowler there are exceptions i mean marshall is an extraordinary exception but usually you can bucket them right largely they are seam bowlers and swing bowlers and and you know like they don't bowl too many yorkers or they don't bowl too many bouncers and whatever right but bumrah covers the entire range and and he could he's he's very very good at it and when he swings you know migra also swung the ball occasionally but he was not a good swing bowler but this guy could swing the ball 
and he could hit the seam seam i mean not as consistently as this and as beautifully as shami does but it is very difficult to box him as one type of bowler and and he is able to do that without leaking runs i mean come uh, on in a test match where everybody scored at 4 and over bumrah took 6 for 69 and 25 overs okay so <laughs> and and like he is not, this is not a fast bowler's pitch okay both teams played three spinners here I mean, okay. we saw Mar bowling is on this unfair, pitch. We man. saw this Siraj is... bowling on this pitch, right? Yeah. The, you you is... saw the difference. And Mark Wood is a sensational bowler. Honest. And like, he's yeah. doing this against baseball, you know, where you know the guy is basically, if it, you know, if he pitches it in the batsman's half, like three quarters of the England team is going to try and hit him over the over mid off for four. Okay, so <laughs> you know. it's an i mean he's an extraordinary bowler let, let let's not make any bones about it i mean he is sui generis as they say you know he's he is unique there is he is not like anybody else he is truly an original you know i mean that yeah 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 it's like I he's mean, an I, original in the way that lara was an original as a batsman and like the way won was an original as a bowler you know like the really 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 great players are not like any player who's gone before they are they make they make a new like a, a new sort of template they create a yeah. new template and that's actually one of the reasons why baseball is such a such an attractive thing especially in england you know i mean one we like to make fun of them and and it and and and, and to be perfectly honest uh, i think they deserve some of the fun everybody makes of them uh, and some of the fun is also down to partisanship but baseball is sort of you know in a lot of ways like a lot of teams have must have thought of this before you know they must have said that okay what if we took more risks we'll get out more quickly but we'll also score quicker will we come out ahead in the bargain you know a lot of teams must have thought of this and england have actually gone and done it you know because it is a very very different way of at least thinking about it compared to what is in the discourse you know what is in the discourse is what make score risk free runs you know accumulate runs in a risk free fashion you know so this is this is what happens because because what is the norm you know the norm is that when uh, when when shubman gill tries to hammer a, a half volley on leg stump over mid wicket and hits mid wicket then because he hit mid wicket it's a bad shot you know because why do you have to play it in the air you know this is this is what people ask after he gets out you know but if the ball sort of flies over mid wicket and goes for four then people say are wow 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 risk free calculated shot no is not no it's but but this way of sort of post hoc uh, you know as you know not even assessing merit you know it is like you you decide how good something is based on what outcome occurred in that instance you know that is a, that is a, you know absolutely mainstream cricket discussion that is how cricket has been understood it, my whole actually, life actually it was it was surprising for me to read you know after that uh, day when bumrah bowled that great spell yeah uh, atherton wrote a piece where he said that bumrah spell shows that england should have picked anderson but now what's he going to say tomorrow because had england picked anderson they would have probably left out i mean what if they had left out hartley so then what <laughs> no i don't i don't look i i think england are in i think england are never not going to pick two 
two two slow left arm orthodox bowlers india have five right handers in their top seven and in india uh, slow left arm orthodox to right hand bat is the most advantageous matchup for uh, a visiting bowling side in a test match so, so they would have you're saying they would have probably dropped they, they, would, have they would have dropped uh, the leg spinner yeah yeah anyway so yeah. yes i am completely out of time now i need to go but thank you so much for joining uh, this was a fine fine test to watch fine fine uh, week for i mean fine fine few days for test cricket and uh, we will join you at the end of the second test promises to be a fascinating one if it is anywhere as gripping and exciting as this i'm sure we'll uh, have a fine contest that we can watch and we will be there to discuss it with you thank you 81allout.com is our website at 81allout is our handle on x and uh, we also have um, books that we have republished i'll uh, give links to all of them and uh, i'll also give links to other articles that we have discussed thank you and uh, keep listening and we'll see you soon india have won the series they're going to get back for two india